Hello and welcome to The Point of Everything. I'm Owen O'Sullivan and this is a Hardworking Class Heroes special. So even if you're not going to Hardworking Class Heroes, it's not it's not that much of a heart, of a of a special in that like, ugh, I don't want to listen to all these people talk about this festival that I'm not going to. It's basically just talking to four uh, different bands who are relatively new who are playing the festival, which is on uh, this weekend, October 6th to 8th, uh, around various Dublin venues. Um, so coming up, we have interviews with Bitch Falcon, Gallants and Nisha Roo. And right now I'm joined by Keelan Sherlock, who plays in the Shaker Hymn, who are playing before the Blizzards at uh, hardworking or not at hardworking class heroes. I've just got, you know, when you have that, that thing on your mind and you're just constantly saying it, hardworking class heroes, hardworking class heroes. We're playing at the Workman's Club on Saturday night at half ten, is it? Uh, half past ten, yeah. It's a pretty, I think that's a pretty good slot to be getting at those type of festivals. I'm usually used to playing with the Shaker Hymn at um, like the worst bar at the worst time, or even if it's like during the summer. Um, I don't know where we played. Actually, that was kind of, it turned out to be quite nice, but like knock and stock in at like 1 p.m. on a Sunday or whatever. You think like, oh, maybe that'll be nice. But actually, you're just uh, playing to absolutely knackered lads who are, you know, bathing in the sun, probably haven't been asleep and don't really give a shit that you're there. <laughs> so that was a good festival. To, <laughs> that was a good festival slot to play. Actually, it would, I'm talking about the start of that gig. It did get more enjoyable. Um, but I do. What I mean is, I'm quite used to over the years getting the kind of dummy slots, so it's kind of nice to have like a nice slot. <laughs> the Shaker Room of it seems like you've been playing pretty regularly since uh, your second album came out in the middle of the summer. Like, I mean, I chatted to you uh, on a previous podcast. I can't remember which one um, about it, and it seems like you've been playing pretty regularly since then. Uh, yeah, I feel like a, I'm a podcast regular uh, with the Shaker <laughs> Um Yeah, we played throughout the summer loads. We played Body and Soul, and we're kind of up and down the country a lot. That was really nice. I've I've sort sort of learned to really enjoy playing like just the the completely out of town, not Dublin, Cork, Limerick places. The kind of odd spots. Uh, you meet a lot of cool, weird people out there, and they're just like different shows. And also, they buy CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, so Cork and Dublin people don't buy CDs. No, the too much jam on the shelf kind of situation. Oversaturation. <laughs> um, and so, like, how have the shows gone down? How How has the new music sounded that you've been playing? Uh, good. It's pretty, like, we're, we have another bunch coming up now in the next, in December, actually. Last week, November, first week of December. And we're going to try some new stuff out again which is kind of taking another little turn. I guess, um, yeah, people were really into it. and It was kind of a poppy album, or it is a poppy album, all things considered. So people, yeah, it was kind of lots of different people could get into it. We were playing in Westport to, you know, a quite an older crowd, but they loved it. And then we were kind of playing Dublin to a younger crowd and, yeah, kind of transcended those things, which is good. And so Hardworking Class Series, you've played it before uh, a couple times, would I be right in saying? Um, just the once actually um, and yeah that was probably two years ago I don't even think we had an album out even the f was that three years ago oh my god anyway I don't think we ha had an album out or it was just about to come out we had them we had them physically with us um, it's a weird old festival because it's it's a kind of a cool there's so many bands playing and it's exciting and you can run around they're my favourite type of festivals um Airwaves in, in Iceland does a similar thing where you kind of feel like you can just go from gig to gig to gig and you're not going to 
it's less about drinking and stuff like that. It's more about seeing as much music as possible. So it's really good uh, in that way. Um, if you're not from Dublin, it's really confusing, I guess, because you're like, where the hell is the chocolate factory or something? That's like, yeah, so those kind of things um, are funny. So it's kind of like getting lost in Dublin a bit, which is exciting. It does feel like the festival this year um, has got a bit of a revamp or something. Like, I mean, in terms of the venues that are actually um, putting on the shows, like there's no Button Factory, for example, um, Wigwam is there, I guess, in place of Twisted Pepper. Um, Tengu is being used as well. I don't think Whelan's is being used. I think it was before. And also, yeah, as as you said before we press record, like, it's kind of, who are all these bands? There does kind of seem to be that. And you're not the first person to say it, which is like, I hardly know anyone who's playing this yeah. festival, which is the good thing about a new bands festival yeah that's true and as someone who also books bands and promotes bands in Cork it's really good Um, I would kind of be I would have previously thought that I kind of knew a good bit that was going on in Ireland but I don't really like I know you know the handful of kind of names that are on the lineup so it's really good I'm going to get to go see a lot and also we'll be programming for a quarter block party in February as well so that's kind of like another reason I'm going to go for the whole weekend see as much as possible I'm class you're going up on Thursday um, yeah I'm going to try go up Thursday and see I'm going to just kind of try to check out as much stuff that I haven't heard of which can go either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I've seen, like, the kind of mainstays, there's a couple of them there that you would have seen over the, the last couple of years that are pretty familiar to festival lineups. Um, so, and a, quite a, a lot of those people I would actually kind of know. And so, sorry, guys, I'm not going to go see yeah, you again. Yeah. But I'm going to go try to see as much as uh, bands I haven't even heard of and just, I don't know. Might work out, might not. Yeah, you do kind of feel bad about it, though, don't you? It's like, oh, they're a really good band, but I've seen them three times already this year. Yeah, but like when I go to Electric Picnic, I don't even see any bands that aren't my friends or body. So you know, like I spend so much time going to show, <laughs> which is great. And actually, to be honest, I'd rather see those a lot of those bands, Irish bands, than I would. I don't know. I know. I was about to say, I had a great time at LCD Sound System at Electric Picnic, but. I'm trying to think of some other crappy band that would have been headlining. Uh, I don't know. There was loads of good stuff. But like Russ and Gano family, for example, I saw at Electric Picnic was the best gig of the whole weekend. Um, so, yeah, you kind of end up after a while going to see Irish bands or Cork acts or friends of friends of friends. Mm. I think Russ and Gano family are playing the Chocolate Factory, which I hadn't heard of before. Um, I, I saw the lineup and I saw they were using it as a venue. And then I was asking Angela Dorgan, the, who or, helps organize hardworking class heroes about it. And she said, it's going to have the chocolate factory. It's going to have like a kind of a Jules Holland vibe. It's going to be kind of two stages in the one really, really big room. And it's where they used to make um, Toblerones and Silvermints back in the day. Uh, I don't know if they still, I'm sure that they don't use it there, but like, it, that sounds like it's going to be a cool venue. And Russ and Gano family, if if they're the only band who you want to see this weekend, like it sounds like that's going to be a cool show. Um, yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, who's doing the Jules Holland job? <laughs> it's just going to be a, a Jules Holland vibe, you know, of like, because the, the stages are going to face each other. So it's just going to be like the yeah. one band finishes and then immediately the next band starts, I think. Oh, cool. That's really interesting. That's kind of like... Um those old hip-hop shows where you'd have both, you know, like, hip-hop battles, except they'd be playing against each other. That's what it's going to be. I want to play there. I'm going to fight whoever band is across from me. Um, so, uh, what... Do you have any tips 
for this year? Oh, okay. Well, but I suppose it's kind of hard though because you were just saying like I want to see the bands that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you. Oh, there's there, okay. So maybe well, there's a couple of acts that I. Okay, I lie because I do want to see Paddy F- Patrick Freeman, um, who I haven't. I've only seen play his album live once, and that's probably the most underrated album of last year. I think coming from an Irish artist, or it's the thing I listen to most in general um, there's a couple of acts that I've been listening to because we're doing Southern Hospitality Board are doing a Word Up collective night for the jazz weekend so there's a couple of acts that I wanted to or I've been talking about going to see Super Silly who are coming into Cork they're playing at Tengu and there's um, an act called Sole who I think is just just I think is a solo lady playing hip hop Aren't you friends with an Icelandic performer called Soli? Or yeah, um, yeah, that's what I did think, but uh, spelled differently, so it's fine. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's fine. Um, actually, speaking of Icelandic bands, there's oh look at me doing a shout out now. I didn't realize I was going to do it, but I am. Um, there's two Icelandic bands playing uh, as part of Hardworking Last Heroes. As part of I think maybe they're trying to start some sort of initiative. Last year I was over at Airwaves when there was an Irish stage on the Monday and I think Dahi and Talas and oh my god I was doing sound I should really know Slow Skies <laughs> under pressure there um, good save yeah we're playing in, in there so there's two Icelandic bands coming over one band is called Wesson who I saw during the summer and another band called Aia I think that's how you pronounce it um, who to be honest I know very little about but they're actually playing they're supporting Wesson on Wednesday night in Gulped Cafe, which I may possibly be promoting. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that, that's going to be good. I, the IEA track just came out in Bedroom Community. That's their kind of, they're putting out, um, oh, I don't know what you call it, um, a, a subsection of Bedroom Community, I guess, of newer stuff um, under this whale watching tour thing they're doing. So they're putting out some new music from new bands, and they're the first one. Uh, it sounds really good. There's one track out, and it's really good. So I'm looking forward to that. So they'll be good to see up at Hardworking Less Heroes. Um, yeah, I don't want to say Russ and Gano family again, because like, I saw them at uh, Dublin Fringe last week, and they said, you have definitely been to more of our gigs than anyone else <laughs> in the country. Um, so I'm not too sure if I should be shouting them out. Um yeah, there's uh, Baskerville, this guy from Wexford, who played Quarter Block Party last year. His name's Killian. Uh, we actually played with him in Wexford about a year ago. And, yeah, he's really good. He's got some good stuff coming out. And I've heard the EP is really good. Uh, so he's on, oh, what night is that? Uh, Friday night at 10 past 11. Oh, good slap. Uh, in the Workman's Club as well. Oh, and Pale Rivers, who just brought are bringing out a track this week. Um... They're playing pretty early, 10 to 8 in the Workman's Club. And this is probably their first proper show they're doing. First proper... They did one in the um, print shop in Cork a couple of oh. months ago. But that was, I don't know what you would call that, kind of a rehearsal show at the same time. So that'll be exciting to see them kind of finally get out and yeah, do it properly. Do you want to talk about the Blizzards? Um, it's pretty confusing, isn't it? I mean... That, that they're playing... Yeah, like, I guess it's good for us. Is it? I'm not sure. The Blizzards are presumably have a big crowd and people will be there to see them. But I did, I was like Googling who are the Blizzards and it was like, it was coming up like Brezzy and I was like, no, but surely this is another band called the Blizzards. 
Well, you know, they're, they're a new band, you know, they've just sold out the Olympia, or the, <laughs> you know, I mean, they need, they need the slot. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe... Oh, no, that's cheeky. I better not say too many things there. <laughs> Let's leave it there, then. Um, so, yeah, Shaker Him playing Saturday at the Workman's Club at half past ten. It's going to be good. Stick around for Brezzy. And stick around, if you're listening, uh, to hear from three more bands. Bitch Falcon, Gallants and Nishiru, all coming up now. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Hi, I'm Nigel. Hi, I'm Naomi. And we're... Bitch Falcon! Wow. That was amazing, guys. Um, so we're talking about hardworking class heroes. Uh, you guys have played it before, haven't you? Am I right in saying that? Yeah, last year was our first year playing it. How did you find it? Great. Great fun. Um, lots of buzz around loads of bands and getting to know young bands around Ireland and getting access to people in the industry. It's pretty cool. Yeah, where, where did you play last year? We played in Hangar which was Andy's Lane Theatre. Oh, which is gone now. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. well, supposedly. It's going to be there for another year. Oh. Uh, um, it's just been bought, and it's I think its license allows it to continue until its current lease is up or something like that, and then it's going to be a hotel. Ah. So so, well. so have you guys um been as punters before to hard-working class heroes? Yes. Yeah, I've been... Pretty much everyone since two thousand and nine, maybe. I remember going as a as a young spud and thinking it was great. <laughs> Spuddy. Yeah, who have you seen down the years? Um, Adabisi Shanks did it one year. Ooh. If I remember correctly, um, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's I, yeah, points there. <laughs> yeah, either that or it was just around the time that kind of they were they were gigging a lot. I'm pretty sure I saw an amazing band called We Are We Are the Scientists there as well. What? We are the scientists? Yeah, we are the scientists. A different band from no, We Are Scientists. We are the science. We are the, we science. Are the oh. science. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> amazing Scottish band who were who were in there with us. Um Heathers as well. Saw Heathers do their first hard working class heroes. Um honestly a ton of bands. Like when I went as a punter I was making sure to get my money's worth and go see about thirty bands a night. So, it's it's really enjoyable, I think, for for artist and for for spectator. There's so much to see, so much to catch. Yeah, and so, uh, Bitch Falcon. It's kind of weird because, like, I think, man, those guys have been around for ages. They're like doing so much stuff, but like, you've still only got a couple of uh, songs to your name, and like, it's so kind of natural that you're headlining um, the hub on Saturday night like you're the last band on on a Saturday night that's pretty class yeah like it's kind of been crazy how like all the kind of interest has kind of grown over the last two three years like because it's been very slow from our output but we've just been gigging consistently and I think people are kind of just reacting to the gigs and it's been our strength that instead of releasing that stuff people are made to come out and see us rather than stay at home and listen uh, so what did you like it seems that you had loads of gigs over the summer am I right mm. in saying that yeah. lots of festivals yeah mm-hmm. we did like eight festivals or something mad did we we did loads yeah yeah it was just kind of like 
when you're there, you're like, what festival are we at again? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it's great. Just a blur of fun and camping. Um, and gigs. And, like, playing all the kind of the different stages, did you play, like, different size stages as well, different size crowds and everything? And, like, did you did it take a while to kind of get used to each stage? Well, I think, you know, like, the first one we did was Body and Soul, and that was just like being thrown right in the deep end because that was big scale, like big production. And it was just amazing. And it was a good long set. It was like 50 minute set. And uh, it felt great because a, a good few people came. Like it felt full in the tent. And uh, then like the other gigs were kind of like similar scale production, but kind of smaller capacity. And then... We kind of topped it off then with Jerry Fish then and at your picnic and that was kind of more smaller and so they all kind of had their probably, I think it was probably about a, nearly a thousand people in that tent. About it's up in Jerry Fish. Jerry Fish. When it was so. when it was rammed to the back, I remember it didn't look like it from the stage, but when he got down, I remember trying to leave that place at one point and couldn't get out because it was so packed. <laughs> uh, but from the side, it's actually Big way enough, bigger yeah. than us from the stage. It's huge, like. Compared to last year, anyway. Yeah. So has it actually been a while since you've played indoors? Uh, no, we, we played two gigs there. We played like a little secret gig in Belfast, which was really cool. Um, the guys from and so I watch it from afar, put it on. It's in a Catalyst Arts Centre in Belfast, and that was deadly. Like it was really, really tiny, and they they spared no cost in like in production, so it was loud. Like it was so loud and Life. so small. Lights, everything, like. Like we've played bigger venues with less production, yeah, like yeah. far less production. It, it was, was great. It was probably the <laughs> loudest gig we've ever yeah, played. I've definitely lost ever. like just hearing something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was actually Rory Fryer's birthday as well, so it was pretty cool that yeah. it was that those guys put it on, and we didn't even know like and so we watched from afar weren't supposed to play. And it was only when we were like a half an hour outside Belfast when he was texting, being like, "Are you nearly here? What's the story?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, we're somewhere. We're nearly there. We don't know where we are because we've no data for the maps." And um, he was like, "Okay, cool. Well, listen, we're gonna just play for half an hour before you play." And then we were like, uh, "That's fucking first of all, that's class." Wow. I was like, "Oh great, we're gonna hear some new and so I watch it from afar stuff." Uh, but then it was like. Fuck! Now we actually have to go on <laughs> after. after. So, <laughs> or what we learned actually, uh, one of the friends of uh, the band, her father calls them. Don't go out tonight because it's raining. <laughs> so I think it's far better name. Don't go out tonight because it's raining. Brilliant. After a couple of months of saying it, though, you'd be just kind of like, uh, what? Yeah. yeah. What was the other? Uh, someone else from Belfast were calling them something else. As a whiff, yeah. As, as a whiff, yeah. Yeah, they made an acronym. Ah, that that works as well. Yeah. Uh, were you yeah. saying that there was another show that you played as well? Yeah, we played in uh, Kilkenny there for Culture Night, and that was really nice. And Billy Burns and the Arts Council put us on. It was deadly. It's great. We met some really cool people. The the, the art director, arts yeah. arts officer, arts officer in Kilkenny, like really cool woman, like like just talking to me about how like you know she put on loads of squat gigs, was in a tour that was with the Sugar Cube, so she was like traveling around with York and stuff like that. So it was really cool to actually like meet really like interesting people like based in Kilkenny and stuff like that. And Kilkenny is turning into a bit of a hub for music now. Like people are making it a stop now, which is really cool. Like. 
I love that people are so passionate about making it and so everyone there is really enthusiastic and really take care of every band that go down. So and cool. lower plane there. Yeah, lower plane, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um and so just coming back to Bitch Falcon, what oh, yeah. what <laughs> you know, those guys. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. So what can we expect at Hard Wrecking Class Heroes? Well, a pretty sweaty affair, uh, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, just trying to kind of hone hone our set to, I guess, showcase kind of the the strongest of what we have to offer so far as a band. Yeah, um, we're really looking forward to the kind of the slightly smaller space that the hub offers as well. Um, I think it'll it'll give us a good chance to kind of play off whoever is watching us and just have a really really good kind of close quarters night. Yeah, I think like last year was a bit more it was bigger with hangar and a bit further away, and so this year's <coughs> going to be intimate and it's going to be we're going to try and make it as intense as possible and get people really into it and what the whole place jumping really. New stuff as well uh, that maybe definitely wasn't played last year. Uh, and if people weren't at gigs lately, they they wouldn't have heard some of the stuff that's going to be played uh, on the Saturday night. Um, so there'll be some fresh tunes. Ah, and so so after Hardworking Class Heroes, like, have you got um, releases planned? Yeah. Hey, what what are you allowed to say? <laughs> get blues details on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're looking to do something before 2017 to release something before that. So big old. Gift from Santa's sack. <laughs> of riffs. <laughs> yeah, riffs. Yeah. Yeah. That would be an idea around the time. Around time. Well. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, like, I was really hoping to catch you at Quarter Block Party. I think that was, like, the last oh, yeah. chance that I got, that I would have gotten to see. And, like, I went, I don't know if he had just started or something, and it was like, there was a queue just to get to the venue, just to see. And I was like, no, oh, not, not seeing them tonight. So, oh, it's... Oh. It sounds like the hub is going to be kind of just as packed, but hopefully, I don't know, hopefully I'll get to see you this time. Oh, yeah. Are you are you coming, are you? Yeah, I'll be up on the Friday and Saturday. Uh, awesome. Yeah, definitely come up to us. Um, yeah, BDSM was deadly at quarterback party. Like, there's people on the bar and everything like that. <sighs> people standing on the sofas, standing on the tables, like... That was brilliant. And horse played the horse in there. They were close. Oh, they were really, amazing. They were yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they actually closed the doors on that before we started. Yeah. I was speaking to someone afterwards and they just said so many people couldn't get in, which was pretty disappointing, but that, that venue can only hold so much. Yeah. Um, and I don't think anyone wanted to watch us from the smoking section. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's cool that enough people yeah. wanted to go to it, considering everything else that was on. Yeah, uh, exactly. That yeah. That, that's pretty cool for us. And yeah, and I do think that it will be the same for hardworking class heroes. Yeah, so yeah, get, yeah. There, get there early. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a few awesome bands on oh, the yeah. as well. Uh, Wolf are on before us. Yeah. New Valley Wolves and O Boland. So that'll be that'll be a fairly solid solid night. Yeah. Cool. So we're looking forward to seeing them as well. Cool. So Bitch Falcon Saturday at half nine in the hub. Yeah. Yes. Great, guys. Thanks a lot for chatting. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Dave. Um, I play in Gallants. Um, we are playing Hardworking Class Heroes on Saturday, the 8th of October at the Workman's Club in Dublin, and we are on at 8.20pm. So 
you're you're kind of used to the Workmen's Club at this stage. I know that you supported uh, Div- Divan, Divan. I'm not sure how you pronounce uh, Divan, it. Divan, I believe. At, at their nice album launch a couple of weeks ago. We did. Um, yeah, they, um, the lads just kind of asked us out of the blue. I've never actually met, met any of them. They just uh, sent us a message and asked if we wanted to support. Um, we were, I suppose, on the lookout for. We haven't actually we hadn't actually gigged in a while. Um, since then so it's kind of handy timing just kind of looking to to get our eye in so um yeah it was a it was a good gig we're a bit rusty now but um enjoyed it all the same um they were pretty great actually um there was a good crowd in so it was a good warm-up considering that's the venue yeah we're playing on on saturday yeah um do, do you enjoy playing there as well um for me it probably wouldn't be my my fa- favorite venue to play in dublin for some reason um I don't really know why. I think it's just some of the gigs we've played there in the past have probably haven't been our, our best, to be quite honest. I'm kind of more of a fan of kind of Whelan's and stuff compared to the Workman's, just kind of sound-wise. But that said, I mean, it's still it's still one of the better stages, I think, to play on in Dublin in terms of that, that kind of size of venue. So, yeah. um, you know, we're pretty happy to, to kind of get that draw, really, in terms of how we Glass Heroes this year, anyway. I, I think it's one of the venues that just has a really good reputation. Like, you can go along any day not knowing the gig, and they just have such solid bookers that you know it's going to be a good a good show. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, you know, you get a lot of touring bands and stuff kind of going through there. And, you know, I mean, it's like it's a decent-sized room. It's a good, lo- it's well-located in the city. I mean, it is kind of one of the, I suppose, the go-to kind of places for to see good bands in Dublin at the moment so yeah um so the first time that I saw Gallants was two years ago at Hardworking Class Heroes you were playing I can't remember if you were playing before or after the Cork band Hags oh yeah I think we were after Hags in the Mercantile the Mercantile that's it yeah 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 we were fairly I suppose we hadn't been a band for that long at that stage so I think you know, we were fairly surprised to be to be asked to play Hard Working Class Heroes. That was, that was a good gig, actually. We, we enjoyed that. We actually got to meet the lads from Hags that day and then kind of organise, uh, you know, mutual gigs up and down in Cork and back up in Dublin. So it was, uh, you know, it was was good good from that point of view. And so for people who don't know Gallants that well, I guess, uh, do you just want to tell us a little bit about the band and how you started? Yeah, well, I suppose in terms of how we started I suppose I was living in London for a long time and I moved to Ireland a good few years ago and was kind of messing around playing acoustic guitars for many years kind of got bored of that and then just one day decided I wanted to to make some noise so wrote some songs and then just kind of tried to find some lads to to play some music with mainly influenced by say uh, kind of creation records era 90s early 90s kind of indie um along the lines of kind of teenage fan club my bloody valentine and then kind of bits of dinosaur jr and all that kind of stuff so it's, i suppose very much where where our influences on our sleeve in that regard and just kind of writing songs and kind of play music we actually like ourselves as opposed <laughs> to trying to pander to anything to make anything particularly new or you know, or revolutionary is just kind of being honest and kind of writing kind of honest songs with a good bit of melody and a good bit of distortion, I guess. A good bit of distortion, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's kind of the the MO of the band really at the moment, is it? Yeah, pretty much. We are, I suppose, <laughs> I'd say we're fairly fond of our fuzz, fuzz pedals and whatnot. <laughs> so, 
you know, it, yeah, like <laughs> sound-wise, it's a felt kind of go for the the sonic onslaught kind of approach more than more than anything else, as opposed to being too refined. But you know, kind of makes it fun. It actually makes you know every most gigs kind of unpredictable because you never really know what's gonna, <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And you just recently released uh, the first new music in a while, I think, from you guys. You released uh, the first single from your possible forthcoming debut LP, maybe Evergreen is the name of the track. Yeah, um, we did. We have recorded, um, I suppose, our first debut um, EP, which will be coming out, um, I think, mid-November. Um, so, yeah, yesterday we decided just in the run-up to, to Hard Working Class Heroes, be a good idea to kind of get one of the one of the tracks off that off that out there so that is i think streaming as of today on spotify and soundcloud um so yeah uh, it's kind of funny like that uh you just say that you're getting ready to release your debut ep and it's like yeah i saw you guys two years ago at the new bands festival like and, yeah. and you're playing it again this year do you still kind of feel like like you're going to be a new band until you release your your debut album or something is that how it works well, i i don't guess so i mean i suppose from our point of view there's no we're not never i've never felt that you know sense of being under any kind of rush to get music out there um and i guess i suppose part of any band is kind of getting to a point where you kind of get happy with you know your songs or your own style of songwriting and a maybe a certain sound and that that kind of it does kind of take a while to, to be honest um and i think you know like this is there's, there's never any any point in rushing those things i suppose the other thing about it is obviously we're not a full-time band or anything like that so you know the the frequency that we're able to get together and rehearse and it, it kind of it, it wouldn't be as much as if we were able to do it all the time so that kind of has a has a lag effect on getting to to the end goal of getting getting music recorded and out there which is a long process anyway <clears throat> Uh, do you get to practice much together? Um, we try. We would kind of always aim for getting together once a week, but um, I suppose we're all. Everyone's got different commitments and stuff, so you know it's always a case of trying to find that that time in the evening during the week where everyone's free. So that's it's not always not always possible, but you know, like I think it's fair to say, you know, it, you know, if we can get together, we we always will just because we kind of enjoy it so much, you know. Yeah. Um, and hard work, so hardworking class heroes this year. Have you've been like obviously you played it two years ago. Um, would you be a regular going to it? Like, do you always enjoy the buzz of it? Yeah, yeah. I was generally generally check it out. I mean, it's a uh, it's a good festival. I mean, I suppose as much as we were kind of new when we played two years ago, I was looking to line up there today, and you know, there's a load of bands and stuff on there that you know I wouldn't necessarily heard of. And, and in that sense, I'm looking forward to kind of checking out to see see who's new and seeing kind of what sounds are, are being made at, at the moment. So it's come, it's almost like a, a refresh and getting up to speed as to what's kind of going on in the the, the music scene in Ireland at the moment. And so <laughs> finally, I guess, any tips for who to catch this year? Who are you looking forward to? Um, people I'm looking forward to seeing this year... Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, Belfast band Junk Drawer, who actually we're hoping, I think, well, I think they are coming down to support us in our, our launch when that will be announced fairly soon. Um, I am looking forward to seeing um, Adult Rock. He is now kind of playing with a, uh, another guy in the band um, and there's kind of live vocals and 
uh, whatnot kind of involved now. So that's all very exciting. So that'd be well worth checking out. Um, I think he's on uh, Friday night in Tengu. And I think I'm looking forward to, to checking out uh, Talos as well. Heard very good things about um, his, his live show. So that should be well worth the watch. Yeah, I saw Talos um, a couple, well, a couple of months ago now, like the middle of July, and yeah, he's really upped his game with with the live show. He's he should be great. Yeah, no, I heard they put a lot of work into that kind of over a long period of time, which, you know, I think production wise, you don't often get that kind of thing with a lot of kind of I suppose Irish bands. So that should be should be definitely worth worth seeing. Yeah, I guess he's another band, uh, or you know, that's another band who kind of played a couple of years ago, and they've kind of just. Okay, that kind of worked. Let's just kind of keep going with this. And he's, it, it just seems to be like the what so many bands are doing at the moment is just kind of taking their time, finding their feet, and eventually they're they are kind of reaching the next level. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. I think it's just a like I was saying, it's just a, a time thing, and you, you just gotta sometimes you know just keep plugging away at it until you till you hit on something. You probably find like a lot of the bands that you played two three years ago, how like Class Heroes are kind of might be playing again, but they've kind of reformed or changed name or you know, kind of the same people are involved and it's, you know, there is a kind of sort of a merry-go-round kind of thing that goes on with people in bands. But yeah, I think it's the same thing, you know, until you kind of have the perspective of kind of writing and playing music for a reasonable length of time. It's, you know, it sometimes takes takes that to find out what you're actually aiming for. Yeah, well, listen, Dave, it's been great to great to chat to you and congrats again on the new single, Evergreen, which people can listen to pretty much everywhere everywhere on the internet. Yeah, yeah, Spotify, SoundCloud, all, all good streaming services. <laughs> and, yeah, the Workman's Club, Saturday at 20 past eight. It's going to be good. Great, brilliant. Cool. Hi, this is Nisha Roo. I'm playing Downstairs in Tengu on Friday the 7th of October for Hardworking Class Heroes. Cool. So, so you've yeah. you've um, done a couple of shows uh, this past week. You played in Galway last Saturday and you did Ruby yes. sessions um, during the week as well. Were they kind of very similar shows, just kind of getting back into the, into the live thing? Um, well, they're, they're quite different shows. I mean, um, because we had our, our full band down in, in, fri- on, uh, in um, the Roisin on the Saturday, and that was kind of a party show. And I'm sure have you, you you've been to the ro- or to the Ruby sessions where it's like it's it's quite stripped back and it's dead silent. So it's I've, very... I've actually never been to the Ruby sessions. Have you not? No. Oh, it's it's amazing. Like it really is. I mean, it's a, it's amazing to go as like you know just to be in the audience because everyone is so quiet and so like just respectful and you you can hear a pin drop in the place it's terrifying as a musician because <laughs> i think if you're playing like i'm so used to playing in a rock band where you know everyone's just sort of having pints and they enjoy the show but it's you know it's a kind of a different thing and then you go and do a strip back show like that and it's just silent and you're like oh whoa the nerves hit you like really intensely oh but it was great it was really 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 wonderful i mean i love the rubies it's like the third time i've done it and it's it's just always a joy like it's always like everyone is always so wonderful and the the roshin was great crack like we it was it was a party (laughs) it was a great uh first night of the tour because we it was our first night um 
kicking off the tour down there. So it was a it was a wonderful news up. <laughs> was that your first time playing in a while? Um, yeah, it has been. I mean, we did the festival circuit, but regards to that, it's kind of been the f- first time I've played in a while, except for I did a self-fire sound session. But that wasn't like, you know, that was uh, three tracks, so it's like, you know, not a full, full. it was uh, just me and my two guitarists, and um, it was very stripped back, and so it wasn't a, a full band gig. But yeah, like, besides the festivals I've done this, it, it is kind of, the first time kind of gigging like doing a proper just me tour just like just us like um sort of gigging situation <laughs> yeah so so like how long have you been uh going as Nishiru like as as the band I know you released an album last year last uh April you released Lilith were you going long yeah. before then um not super long uh, about like we were probably like uh, about a year Maybe like less, less, um, but like sort of you know obviously workshopping the album, and sort of doing that. I mean, I was kind of in a different incarnation of of my band beforehand. It was kind of uh, said different people, and it was kind of more stripped back version. But then when we went in and made the album, we just wanted to play very loud, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know. Um, emulate the arrangements we'd 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 made on the album, so we we just sort of st- probably about eight months before the album came out, we we started workshopping with the band. So you kind of had the sound down that you wanted to go to or to you know yeah. kind of sound like. Um, yeah, we sort of went when we went into the studio. Um, a lot of sort of you know sort of. Um, uh, off the cuff things happened and a lot of the songs kind of transformed in the studio and um, so uh, we didn't have that sound before we actually went in to record the, the album I mean the, the songs were there the uh, sort of basis of them but then when we kind of went into the uh, studio we kind of had the chance to really kind of throw in a lot of things that we uh, we couldn't before uh, I decided yeah I, I wanted to kind of make it as big as possible um and then we we when we left we were like okay now how do we make that sound (laughs) (laughs) and uh so we got a new band together and 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 um yeah started workshopping it so that's sort of how that happened and i saw i think yeah the only time that i've seen you was uh i think that you played with elastic sleep at their last show in cork oh, am i right shit. in saying that? you're yeah. there were you yeah yeah elastic uh, sleep amazing yeah they're just so so good i'm so sad like are they i don't know if they're coming are they coming back no i think i think they're done are they done yeah that's heartbreaking. I because I knew that like I was at a part like I was at their house party after the gig, <laughs> and they were like, uh, "Oh well, one of them was going traveling, and one of them was going to do something else." And they were like, "Oh, we'll see what happens." And I was like, "I hope that's true. <laughs> like, I, I hope that they, I hope they come back together at some point." I mean, they were yeah. just so excellent. Fingers um, crossed. But. Yeah, that gig was great crack. We was really um we really enjoyed it and like the sound guy Bear Quinn. I mean, what a sound guy. Like he does he does the uh, sound for uh, I, I fan girl over. He he does the sound for like uh, villagers, John Grant and it's just he's so great. Um but yeah, so yeah, you were down there. 
Yeah, and I was I was just kind of uh, kind of taken with how different you know like you and Elastic Sleep are together. You know, it's kind of like wow, they're completely different. That's great. <laughs> yeah, um, we were uh, we were chuffed that they that they uh, asked us because um, you know we are quite different. It's, sometimes you have that with sort of um, if you're in a particular genre, you know, people people kind of stick to that genre to. To not that we're not in the same genre, but like to a certain style for support acts, and um, so it's a uh, it was nice to kind of get to play with someone I, I really respected and really really liked, and that we were quite different. And and do you kind of enjoy that? Like, if you are in a bill like that, or if you are on a festival that like we're probably not going to sound like most of the bands that you're going to hear around us. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's it can, it, you know, it, it can uh, go both ways. Sometimes you find yourself on a lineup and you're like, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> they're not going to like us. Um, and then sometimes you're like, there's, it's great that there's so much variety. I mean, there's so many great festivals. Like, I, I love Knock and Stalking for that. Like, I mean, there's really so much. Like, there's no... It's not like there's a particular genre that's sort of winning out over any other, I think, in Knock and Stalking, especially this year, where, like, you know, it was just everything you'd want to see. You know, like, uh, weird shit, electronic shit, you know, uh, rap and hip-hop, um, metal, like, you know, punk. It was, like, you know it's great to see that amount of variety. I mean, when you're on a kind of lineup like that, you're like, this is cool. We're all weird. We're all different together. (laughs) (laughs) So that's nice. And so Hardworking Class Heroes this year, have you played it before? No, this is my first time. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm excited uh, to, to see what it's like and uh, to, to play Tengu because I like that, that spot. It's really cool. Um so yeah, it was the first time. So we played for the first time this year and and got it and was like, uh oh. <laughs> Yeah, so, t- yeah. Tengu will be an interesting one. Like I've been to um a couple of uh the, the Lumo clubs at Nile or Nine and uh Gavin and oh, Simon yeah. have put on. I didn't realise that they were doing live bands now as well, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, I cause at first I was like, "Who's that gonna?" You know, but then I saw like so many other bands, like there's so Joy and stuff like that, playing, and um, so I, I think it'll be cool. I mean, a couple of my favorite acts are playing down there anyway, um, which is handy because uh, it's got like Elephant is playing just before, which I'm so chuffed about. You get to see Elephant because um, we're actually playing with him up in um, in Dundalk. Oh, cool. uh, so as as part of the tour um, and with Laura Sheeran we're doing a show up there in the spirit store so I'm just like yay <laughs> and um, participants playing I think as well not that day but he's playing in Tengu as well yeah. I have to check that out uh, are, are, great. are those your two tips as well for the festival I have a few oh, please go <laughs> I, on I, I, I'm going to be running around probably seeing a few things. I mean, I want to see Waste Fellow, um, O'Boland, um, Maya Sophia, um, Bark, uh, there's Bitch Falcon, so many, so many fucking people. There's, there's a, there's a good, there's a good bunch of people I, I'd really like to, I'm definitely going to check out this year. Who's the first band that you said? I haven't heard of them before. Waste Fellow? Yeah. Um, he's, um, 
a label mate of mine. Uh, he's um, it's hard to describe, um, but you should definitely check him out. Uh, he's he's really really good, uh, really really cool sound. Um, he brought out an album a while ago, maybe. But yeah, I've, I've listened to yeah. He's he's great. Great to see live as well. Should uh, check him out. Yeah, I've got it in front of me. He's playing uh, Tengu Upstairs on Saturday night, so that'll be cool. He's closing Tengu Upstairs on Saturday night. So maybe I will do that. Yeah, totally. Um, So what else was I going to ask you? Oh, yeah, you're playing an acoustic set as well during the music trail of (laughs) Hardworking Class Heroes on the Saturday. Yes, at 3 p.m. in Oxfam, um, Georgia Street. Um, Really, yeah, that's going to be really, really nice. Um, I'm going to shop and then you know play an acoustic set <laughs> <laughs> buy it, all of their books so is the ruby sessions was that gig kind of to prepare for for this as well sort of thing you know is it going to be the same type of thing yeah well um yeah i think it'll be kind of similar yeah uh, we'll probably you know it'll 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 be a stripped back obviously version um so it'll be very bare bones um which we've done a couple of recently um, which is nice, you know. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be kind of like that. Uh, it's it's interesting, you know, when you're kind of used to kind of being quite loud to kind of strip back and and really kind of yeah, like let people hear the bare bones of your songs. It's scary, but quite nice, you know. Yeah. To, to reconnect, yeah. <laughs> if you will. And um, will you have any new songs uh, on either of the shows? There is. Uh, there's. Um, we might have a new song. Yes. Uh, depends uh, uh, how rehearsal goes this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but we're working. With, there's a there's a couple of new songs uh, that uh, are going to be making it into the set very soon. Um, if not at Hardworking Class Heroes, then definitely during the tour. Cool. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So you're playing Downstairs in Tengu on Friday at 20 past 10. It's going to be good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's going to be good. Yeah, no. It'll be good. Cool. Thanks a lot, Nisha. Okay, thanks so much, John. Oh, hey, guys. If you're still listening, thanks a lot. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. You heard from four really good acts. So Keelan Sherlock in Shaker Him, who are playing on Saturday. They're preceded by a, a couple of bands earlier than them at the Workman's Club. Uh, Gallants are playing. Uh, you also heard from Nisha Roo and from Bitch Falcon. So three of those four bands are playing um, on the Saturday night. They're not clashing so you can maybe catch well you can catch all the gallants and you can see so Bitch Falcon are on at half past nine till ten Shaker Him are on from twenty past ten till ten to eleven so you can run if you run you might be able to uh, catch them all I guess but and Nishiru is playing Tengu downstairs twenty past ten on Friday so I'm heading up to Hardworking Class Heroes for the Friday and Saturday. So I think the I haven't really gone through it yet of what exactly I do want to catch. But I think the MO this weekend is kind of try to see some new, 
new bands that I haven't seen before, like Keelan suggested, you know, there are a couple of names who you would be familiar with already. So I'm kind of looking forward to catching some acts that I've, you know, that have passed me by, some bands who I've probably never even heard of before. Like even just looking at the lineup on Friday, I haven't heard of Vulpiness, Exploding Eyes, and uh, Touts, I don't think I've really heard of either. Three of those bands are playing in the hub on Friday night. So it's just that kind of festival. I think it's, uh, it's it does feel kind of rejuvenated this year. Um, so I'll be around for the weekend. Uh, I'll be walking around. So if you see me, or if you hear my voice and you're like, oh, that voice sounds familiar. Yes, I will be around. So don't be that surprised. Um, and do say hi or whatever. Uh, thanks a lot for listening to the podcast. And yeah, have a good hardworking class heroes if you're if you are going and if you're not going there's a really good um playlist on spotify that you should listen to it's um by fmc i think i've created it i shared it on twitter and uh yeah it's got 72 of the like 102 acts i think playing hardworking glass heroes this year so you should check that out and yeah enjoy the festival and if you see any good new brand new bands then let me know yeah, thanks for listening to the whole podcast as well. You can tweet me at TPOE blog. Yeah, you can subscribe on iTunes or any of those podcast services that you use. And feel free to tell a friend. That would be nice. And tell them, you know, hey, Irish music's doing really well at the moment. You should listen to this podcast. Okay. That's <laughs> that's as good as I am at selling. So, bye.